Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Re-Evolve Media Revolution podcast, where we interview underground hip-hop artists all on their grind to becoming better people, better artists, and just better in general. My name is Jordan Lewis, and today's episode features Lo Maestro. Art speaks to the soul. I'm sure that is a common phrase many of you have heard before, but I would like to provide you with some clarity as to why that might be with a short monologue. Art is an expression of creativity, so I feel it's safe to switch the words art and creativity in the initial statement. Creativity speaks to the soul. Creation speaks to the soul. Does the soul talk back? Absolutely it does. That's why we feel a type of way based on the experience creation is giving us. That's why we may feel different types of ways depending on the state our soul is in. One could argue that creation comes from the soul. I suppose not all creation, but the stuff that makes you feel. The things we just have a feeling are genuine. Could it be that creation is the language in which our soul communicates? If art is an amalgamation of experiences expressed somewhere between the conscious and unconscious parts of our being, could it be that with a combination of different experiences which provide perspective that the soul is speaking to itself? I'm sorry if I lost you there, but maybe you'll gain some clarity to a less anecdotal approach. Here's Lil Maestro. What is up, everyone? I'm here with Michael, a.k.a. Lil Maestro, rapper, producer, based out of Saskatoon. How you doing, bro? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well, doing well, bro. Good to hear. So you're a rapper and a producer, right? Um, no, just a rapper. I do mix and mastering. Like uh, I mix and master under like the producer umbrella. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. Is that more of an audio engineer to you? Yeah, I'd feel like audio engineer is what I would call it. Okay, Um, absolutely. When did you start learning that? Because I see you started releasing music. It looks around uh, 2018. Yeah, uh, 2018. um, It was 2017 is when I started uh, music. Like seriously, I just bought a studio. Bought the whole setup, just bought like everything, like a mic, uh, stand, computer, uh, you know, okay. the whole don't, nine don't, yards, you know, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. just, I put it in my house, you know, I got like, you know, the sound foam behind the, the mic here and, Absolutely, you know, yeah. the audio interface, just, just the main stuff. Right. And, um, yeah, just, you know, got started. Right. I didn't have, uh, any clue how to, how to use any of it. So I just taught myself how to use it all. And then, uh, gotten a mix and mastering because you know as an artist i feel um everyone should try to teach themselves how to to mix and master you know absolutely dude i agree i feel like if uh i feel like you should try and get your hands on as many angles in your craft as possible yeah for sure yeah, if uh, not definitely to, sorry i was gonna say if not to utilize them at least to understand what you're paying someone else to do yeah for sure and um you know, it saves money, saves uh, time a lot of times because, you know, people have their schedules uh, and clients, right? So, like, you're absolutely you're waiting for them to do other people's songs, uh, you know, and then it takes a bit longer. Uh, but sometimes you get a better result, and it depends what song. Like, if you know you can make it sound good, then cool. But if you want, like, maybe a different uh, sound for a certain track, then... Yeah, I guess uh, mix and mastering um, by someone else would probably be good because, you know, uh, I think you probably noticed that when you're doing your own stuff, it sounds different to you than it does to other people. Yeah. So it's always good to get someone else's ear on it, you know? 
I was going to say even years later, it sounds different to even me. Yeah. You know what I For mean? Sure. And, and, and then also, I don't know, how many different uh, sources do you tend to mix on? I just do FL Studio. It's, that's all I do. Oh, no, I mean, like, how, how many different, like, do you run tests on speakers, headphones, car speakers? Oh, yeah, I, I do. Like, studio speakers? I do tests, yeah. I'll, I'll do the the headphone test and then the speaker test, and then I'll go in the car, do the car test. And then that's usually where I just, uh, you know, make up my mind there and do adjustments. Isn't it insanely time-consuming, though? It is. It is, definitely. Um, just because yeah, everything's different, right? It depends what sound system it's on, and... It could sound great on headphones, but then you go play it on something else and it's like, ooh, something's a little bit harsher than I thought it was, you know? Are you a pretty harsh critic to yourself? Yeah. I think it's a good thing to be. Oh, uh, yeah? So yeah. you're not, you're not oh, you don't think you're overly hard on yourself then? Like, you don't hear uh, something, like, you don't judge yourself too hard? Like, some um, things you let... I'm definitely hard on myself, like, for... You're hard on yourself, yeah. Well, yeah, because I look up to people you know, that are like really great, great at rapping. Um, you know, they're legends, you know, so I want to live up to that and it's a lot of pressure, right? So I'm putting that pressure on me to just get as great as possible. For sure. That's dope, dude. So you're treating them sort of like mentors. Well, yeah, the, I, the people I, who inspire me the most, um, that's who I, you know, learn from. They're, they're my teachers, you know, even through the screens and the the headphones, you know, I, I take, I take it in and I make my own style based on what my interests are, right? Like uh, the my whole the, my whole sound right now is basically it's based on New York hip hop and Southern hip hop mixed. Interesting, man. Can you tell me who a couple of your inspirations are in that regard then? Um, like UGK um, and that there's like hip uh, New York rappers like Big Al and um, Lloyd Banks, you know? For sure. Damn, that's sick, man. So you started, uh, you said you started like writing to release these projects in 2017, but was that when you first started kind of getting involved with hip hop or were you just more or less a fan beforehand or what made you kind of make that jump to decide to start uh, creating and releasing music? What started it was, well, I guess I, I was always inspired by hip hop. Like my brother, he showed me like my, the first rappers I was introduced to was like Easy e and Ice Cube and yeah, um, Ice T and a lot of old school stuff, right? And uh, Big L, um, Dilated Peoples. Uh, yeah. So that's that's what I grew up with. And uh, that's what kind of inspired me. And then I just, you know, I, I just got in the car with some friends, you know, and then other people would be freestyling, right? And I'd just be like, oh, I could probably spit something better than that, right? So oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd, just, I'd just start up and, yeah. you know, I, I just eventually got better. And then I was like... Um, just thinking to myself one day, I was like, I need to start writing and uh, and shaping the way um, I rap because then you have more control over it and then you can make it sound just more more like a song, you know, because it's not, it's not just a freestyle then, you know, like just making hooks and uh, doing the patterns and uh, following the beat, right? It's For sure. uh, You definitely got to, you know, um, shape your lyrics to the beat, right? Yeah, so like so you, every, every rhyming word hits where it's supposed to. Absolutely. So you find like just genuine joy in the art, essentially. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely an art and it's something that I'm working on too. So uh, yeah, like a lot of, a lot of people think like, oh, I can't get much better. I can't get much better. But like, I'm always thinking, 
you know, I can always be better, you know? So a hundred percent. Yeah. I think, I think that with each track or with each project, you can kind of see like an incremental, uh, increase in skills, you know, because like within four years alone, man, you released over 50 tracks and that's, that's saying something. Cause that's like, that's like a real hustle right there. And I, I always say operating as fast as you can is, is always going to be beneficial. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, just staying inspired is, is the key, right? Is, oh, uh, man. living, living That's and going through experiences and then yeah. letting the emotions talk. You know what I mean? Okay. So you're saying inspired in all directions, not just necessary in like a positive direction. No, like life. And like, I've even yeah. done things on like, you know, Thanos, for example, just yeah. an inspiration through, uh, a super villain, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was something that was popular at the time. And I was just like, you know, I think people are going to really hit with this. And I was, I was right. Like people really love that track. So, um, so yeah, it worked out and, uh, it was a good marketing strategy too. Just, just thinking about, you know, like what are people, what are people into right now? And what do I dig? Yeah. Like, what, what, what do I like too? I'm not just going to do something cause other people like it. Like I gotta like it too absolutely and that's something i noticed in your tracks as well or in your lyrics is that you're you're really genuine and you're like super straightforward you can you can learn a lot about your uh your history through if you listen to your lyrics oh yeah for sure you, um, you don't really hide anything no i don't want to hide anything i mean uh yeah i want um i want to inspire people like who've gone through the same things right and like, it's good not to feel alone. Like I've had those artists that I've leaned on, like Ritz, for example, he's yeah. like a, a big example of like where I've leaned on to like relate to a rapper and, uh, you know, get inspired by that. And, and just so I didn't feel alone. Right. Cause I was going through a lot of the same things he was going through in his life. So got you going through in his, when you say like going through those things, is it like kind of like a continuous thing or is there kind of just like a, a means to an end? in terms of like the inspiration, you know, like the, is it like the, okay, I'm not alone in these feelings type inspiration or okay, there's a light at the end of the tunnel type of inspiration. Yeah. Like, um, for sure a light at the end of the tunnel. And like, it shows that like, you know, even though these people are going through shit, like they still come out on top. Right. So it's perseverance, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, man. I, honestly, like your quality's definitely been improving over, over the years, and it's uh, yeah, like I said, you you don't really hold back. You're 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 pretty funny as well. I wanted to bring up a line from actually it's one of your more recent releases, Biohazard. Yeah, I think you released that in October. Yeah, it's an 11 track album, but uh, first line in the in the actual track, Biohazard. Everything in my life is toxic, and so am I. Yeah, yeah, man, for sure. I don't, I don't know why that hit me so hard. Because it's actually like a, I don't know, it's like the first, uh, the first something, something is denial. What is that? Well, yeah, th- th- that song and that album was like my first uh, step to healing, right? Because if you don't realize you're doing toxic shit, you're always going to be fucking toxic. Absolutely. Always. <laughs> right. Like if, if you don't if realize you don't, what yeah. your toxic habits are, how, how the hell are you supposed to eliminate them? Yeah. How do you unlearn all that if you don't know what your problems are? you know, self-realization, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Self-realization. That's what it's all about, man. And, uh, the thing about tracks like this though, is like looking from the outside in, it almost seems like, uh, maybe it's just from that first line. It's like, like you're enjoying it a little bit, or maybe it's just, that's the persona you're putting on for the track. Oh, I definitely enjoyed it. Like 
it always feels good, you know, getting out, uh, getting out a lot of those emotions is actually relieving. And it's, uh, it, it definitely gives you a lot of, um, you know, it's like, if I feel like I'm celebrating when I, when I make a track, you know, like it's, it's like, it's like shedding you know, his skin almost. Yeah. It's like the next step, you know, um, towards, uh, evolution, you know, like just you. getting to the next stage, um, and being better. Right. And like, you know, I always pick out things in every track that I don't like about my own tracks, but like, but that's what makes the next track, next track better. Oh, okay. So, so you don't be too critical and then erase and redo. No, I feel like, uh, you know, I've listened to a lot of artists that I like and for Mac Miller example, like Mac Miller's an example, like he, he definitely had a different, um, a different starting point than, and then like just the, the evolution of like where he went with it. It was crazy. Like, uh, it was, and it's cool, like hearing like some, some of his songs that like, you know, some people be like, oh, that's not good. Like, that's not that great and stuff, but. I feel like it was not really, sometimes it's not as much about the flow and like all that. It's about like what he's talking about. Absolutely. And like, I feel like Mac Miller is just that one artist that makes like everyone happy. Like he's just like a happy dude, you know? Yeah, man. I've, such a sad story as well, because I, I honestly, I enjoyed his music while he was around, but I really, really got into it after he passed. And that's what uh, kind of kills me the most. Because yeah. I, I, I did start not, I, I don't think I appreciated it more because he was gone, but like, I, I just, just realized how amazing it was because I actually got a chance to get into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like uh, a big thing nowadays is like when rappers die, uh, all of a sudden they're like big when like they should have been big before. Right. Like, Absolutely. It, and it's like, why are people appreciating this after the fact, you know? Like, That's a they, solid question, man. The artist should be able to get to see, like, all the love and stuff before they go. They shouldn't have to, like, have to die and then everyone starts loving them now. Like, what? <laughs> Where was the yeah. love when I was on Earth, man? <laughs> Absolutely. What is yeah. that about? I have no idea. I don't know. Who 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 in your life are, like, your biggest supporters? Biggest supporters? Um I honestly say the biggest supporters are the people you barely know. Isn't that always the truth, man? It's always the people you barely know. It's Correct. never the people that you grew up with or were close to. It's the always you someone. Expected to. Yeah, always someone just random. Like, you know, someone on the internet will just randomly message you and be like, oh, man, you've been inspiring me for years. And it's like, um, and then they'll like share your stuff all the time and like your shit. And then it's like, you can't even get like a family member or a, f a close friend to like your shit, to like share that shit sometimes, you know? Yeah. Or to do anything to boost the algorithm or anything like that. Yeah. But I think what it is, is that like, they know who you are outside of being an artist. So like, it's weird for them. I don't know if that's a thing, but it sure seems like it, you know, <laughs> they just can't uh, disassociate from who you are as just like a regular person. Yeah. It's like, they can't see you as an artist and a person. They have to just associate. They like they think, oh, this isn't him, but really, it's just a part of me. You know, it's it's like I'm not like the artist isn't me, and I'm not just an artist. Like I'm both. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. Honestly, I've never really had this conversation in this way because I personally, I don't know if I'm trying to do this or or doing this on purpose, but I'm almost trying to separate 
who I am on a, on a regular daily basis from like the artist side or the creative side of myself. Yeah. Such that they can almost have two distinct personalities. Yeah. Um, and I, I have no idea why that's the case or if that's beneficial or if it should be like, you know, it's almost like playing a role, if you will. You got to get kind of into character, which you yeah. don't normally get to be on, on your average daily basis. Yeah. I feel like it definitely helps for an artist to uh, be as close to who you are in real life as you are as an artist, too, because then you're not faking it. You know, it yeah. comes out genuine. And and people feel genuine, like they know genuine when they see it, like they're like, this is real, like they feel it, you know? For sure. This isn't scripted. This is genuine emotion. Yeah, it, it's raw, you know, raw emotion that it just doesn't come out anytime, you know, it's. Yeah, plus you can, you can always tell when there's a lot of effort put in. Yeah, for sure. Taking a quick break, we are going to listen to a track by Lil Maestro. This one is called Biohazard. Enjoy. This is Lil Maestro, and you're listening to Biohazard. Everything in my life's been toxic, including me. Let's go. What I spit is toxic, then I'm spewing out when I'm talking. Leaving paralyzed, not walking. Keep my block on lock, I promise. And when I go walk my walk, I'm on it. If you see me dressed in blue, I'm Sonic. Everybody moving the same, bionic. Get money, fuck bitches, and smoke chronic. If you can't figure it out, apply logic. Thinking I ain't got shit, but I got it. And so many people hoping that I lost it. I couldn't expect you to understand this bullshit. Looking, you will see heads turn when I floss this. I'm smoking a and count my dough up you know what now i'm gonna go blow up my money don't fold up and now everybody's acting like they really know us and i had a lot of shows where nobody even showed up biohazard stay away from me only god knows that i've been waiting patiently now there's nobody around like a vacancy give me just one reason why you hating me always wondered if they can hear the hate in me and everything you did you did it shamefully i occasionally drive around aimlessly looking for a thick bitch that could be sacred to me I wanna keep living, I gotta be different I stay on my pimpin' shit until I get rich What you doing if you ain't living like this? That's why I keep living life so righteous I do it all night, my whip is all white And nothing's all right, this'll be a long flight Before I touch down, all this kush I'ma bust down Roll it up into a blunt now, yeah Watch who you have around, cause they can bring you down faster than the speed of sound. Take a shot with me and let's go for another round. I don't wanna cop an ounce, I'ma go cop another pound. On the low, they don't know what they missing. On the way, these bitches snitch, it won't be living long. Y'all little fish are swimming with the megalodon. They be hoping I don't blow like an atom bomb. People act like they know me, but they all read me wrong. And when they listen to this, they hate this song. So they they watch me kill this shit all summer long All this toxic waste got me feeling like something's wrong 
biohazard, stay away from me Only God knows that I've been waiting patiently Now there's nobody around like a vacancy Give me just one reason why you hating me Always wondered if they can hear the hate in me And everything you did, you did it shamefully I occasionally drive around aimlessly Looking for a thick bitch that could be sacred to me I was yeah. gonna say because like your music videos, man, I can tell that there's a lot of uh, a lot of effort put in there because they're really high quality, and uh, it. I love seeing people's music videos, man. Yeah, that's one thing. Um, when I first started rapping, it was like a goal, right? Like I, I want my own music video, right? Yeah, you and did like it within my, a year of your first release, so that's dope. Yeah, born to be, and then the the music video was born to be a legend with uh, featuring Doski from Regina. He's a he's actually one of the main people who. Like, you know, kind of showed me, like, what live venues were about and all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he has an awesome stage presence. And, you know, like, kind of, he kind of made me want to up my game with my stage presence. And, like, when I opened up for Afro Men recently, like, that That's was the craziest dope, stage presence I've ever had. And, like, there was a huge crowd, too. So it, was, it definitely hyped me up. Damn, I bet, bro. Yeah, it was, it was a crazy show. Definitely the best I've ever done. Damn, how are the nerves for that one? Oh, they're they're crazy, but like, I don't know, I had a, like a couple beer, you know, just took a couple deep breaths and went on and, you know, and then I killed it. Dominated. That's sick, dude. How'd you get that link? Um, Robbie G, I actually, I opened for Robbie G right before that. Yeah. And uh, and then he said he was coming down again with Afro Man. I was like, hey, man, you know, like you've seen me open. And I was like, get me on, you know, like, and I feel like, I don't know if this sounds like, I don't know, some people might take it as cocky, but it's like, um, when someone like him like comes down on a show, like, I want to be, I, I want other, like, I want him to bring all the good rappers, you know, like, including me. Like, I feel like I'm on the, Absolutely. the top tier, right? So I, I feel like on skill level, like, a lot of times opening up is not about skill level. It's about who can sell the most tickets. And that's what I don't like about the, the music scene now is it's not so much about raw talent. It's yeah. about who, how popular are you? Popularity How much contest, can you sell? Yeah. It's about money. It's not about talent. Well, that's what some promotional companies or venues do as well as they make the artists sell X amount of tickets so that they're able to perform. Yeah, and that's how it is down here. Like, you can't get on a decent show without having to sell, like, 20 to 30 tickets, at least. <laughs> you actually have to f- fill their venue and then perform their entertainment. Yeah, it's pretty, I, I, I'm against it totally. Uh, I don't like it. Um, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. And I didn't want to miss out on, on any big show. Like I've performed for Mayday, like open for Mayday. Um, Damn, dude. Yeah, from Strange Music. They're crazy live. Uh, they Good for I, you, I, man. Yeah, like, and when they came down, I never knew they had a, like a crazy ass drummer. And, like, that guy is so cool, man. He's fucking, he rips up the drums. It's, like, it's insane. Yeah. How many times have you hit the stage? I've hit the stage a lot. Like, uh, a lot of local that's, shows. That's sick, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've done 420 shows. I've done festivals. Uh-huh. Um, so you just said you wanted to do it, and you just, you just ran with it, eh? Well, any opportunity, like, I, I'd, like, in the beginning, I just kept making, like, uh, posts, and I'd be like, hey, 
Like if anyone wants an opener, I'll come open for free. I don't want anything. I just want the exposure, right? Yeah. So then I just perform for, you know, whoever, you know? And uh, yeah, and like the shows, the main shows like that I've done is like Afro Man, Mayday, Robbie G, and Blaze One from uh, Stomp Down Killers. Yeah. So those those are just the main ones that I think were really dope. Damn, dude. No, that's sick. You have a crazy amount of experience. And I don't know, is four years, do you feel like four years is a long time in music? Because I guess two of those years were where you weren't even able to perform, right? So that's yeah. why I'm kind of like shortening that time span because I don't know, you've you've done you've done quite a bit in your four years, or I guess I don't even know what to call it. Let's call it three years, cut the two years in yeah. half. Well, like I I did Born to Be, like uh, I did my own show in Regina and I hosted my own show <clears throat> at Cloud go? Nine. Uh it yeah. went decent. Like I actually got a decent turnout. And like I was kind of disappointed about the turnout. And the bartender came up to me and she's like, oh, don't be disappointed. She's like, KRS-One came here and had like half the people you have. Oh, shit. What? And I was like, what? KRS-One? <laughs> I was like, gotta be kidding me, man. How'd you market your uh, show or your event? Uh, posters uh, and openers, like, you know, openers, new people. It was like, you know, uh, tell yeah, everyone yeah. to come out. And uh, just word of mouth as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just word of mouth. And um, I, I think it helped that I was a newer rapper. Like nobody really knew who I was, but like everyone is kind of curious because I was like making music videos and I was making these moves and I was kind of just yeah. a mystery to people, you know? Absolutely. How, how is the scene in Saskatoon? A lot better. Um, a lot better in Regina. I don't know if you like notice, but um, like you probably, you don't, you're not like from around here, so you probably don't know, but. I don't know uh, too much, but I've met a couple other rappers from Saskatoon yeah. or and area. But, yeah. But yeah, like all the big acts come to Saskatoon and like Regina doesn't really get any big like concerts or shows or anything like that. Interesting. Yeah, That's it's dope. weird. So is the underground scene pretty big there too then? Just because people are just in, involved in that scene with the big shows? Um, There's a decent underground scene. I still think that like, I don't know. I, I may be a little bit old school, but like. I'm not really with like, there's like a lot of auto tune rapping and, and, um, yeah. I go to a lot of shows and I see lip syncing a lot and it's very disappointing Ooh. as someone who puts like all this effort to your music. Right. And then you see someone get up on stage and open for someone say that's, Absolutely. you know, big and, and you had to do all this work to get here and they're just like lip syncing their shit with their track playing in the back. And yeah. that's, that's, that's not hip hop, man. That's no, not, not what hip hop is at all. Um, and that's cheating themselves and it's cheating their fans too. hundred percent. But then again, I have heard of a lot of people who rely very heavily on auto tune and, and yeah. without it, without it, they don't, they almost can't. Yeah. Like I, I love, you know, like old school Kanye West and shit, like his auto tune and, oh, absolutely. you know, I don't, I don't mind shit like that. Like it's. But I feel like there's certain people, like, you got to make the auto-tune sound original. You can't sound like the next guy, you know? Absolutely. It's it's like uh, just a carbon copy of the other uh, auto-tune rappers who are popping. Yeah, like, when you hear T-Pain, you're like, oh, that's T-Pain, right? Yeah. But, like, T-Pain, some of these... T-Pain's the OG auto-tune, dude. Yeah, but some of these new rappers, you put on their auto-tune, you're like, who's this? Like, I think I've heard this guy, like, a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, all right. So what moves in you, would you, in your career, would you say, uh, 
where you found the most success through like performing. We're trying to get some tips here for people who don't have as much experience with, as you in uh, the different areas. Um, biggest turnouts for shows. Um, definitely 420 shows are pretty big. 420 like if, shows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they, <laughs> they're actually pretty awesome. Um, festivals is like a big thing. Like even like, you know, I've been the only rapper on, on, a, on a rave before, you know. Like there's yeah. a rave going on and like all of a sudden a rapper pops up and starts rapping and people love it. Like it, it's like, it's not expected because like they're not expecting a rapper at all. They're expecting yeah. like EDM or whatever the fuck, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. And how do you, how do you catch those opportunities? Is it just because there's so much event, so many events going on in your area or? Yeah. And I, I know, I do know a decent amount of DJs who throw those events and they're a part of it. They're like, yeah, come out. I'll share my set with you because I'm on for like an hour, you know? <laughs> what? That's sick, dude. So it's yeah. pretty much just your network that's helped you out quite a bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's just part of like the live scene. Like uh, just, you know, I wouldn't have met these people if I didn't get out there and started like performing live. Absolutely. That's dope, man. And so what were your biggest obstacles through your throughout your career? Or, or where did you... Not what were your biggest obstacles? What uh, what moves did you learn the biggest lessons from? Like, what were the biggest like roadblocks? I guess um, for me, it was rushing stuff. Like rushing stuff. Yeah, like just because like I, I was like in the beginning, I was like so excited, you know, just to release something all the time. Like I was just yeah. like, oh, I want to release this. I want to release this, and I never really um, took more time on my tracks. Like I just get them done right away. Like I do the same thing, but it comes more naturally now. But I just, you know, I think a part of it is that my mix and mastering and my recording skills, even my equipment was definitely playing a part in how far I got with uh, how I sounded. Absolutely. Um, but once I got like everything straight, got like the proper equipment and all that, like, you know, it's, it's definitely easier to make music. Um, yeah. And, uh, I feel like Metamorphosis, that album, um, for me, was like me realizing that I need, I need to take a little bit more time on planning releases. Like, um, just like planning, like the way an album works and what you're trying to get across as a message. Because I feel like albums should be about like a certain kind of vibe and it should kind of stay yeah. to that vibe throughout the album. Absolutely. They should be yeah, some level of cohesive. Yeah. And uh, with Metamorphosis... I like it's, it's kind of split in two though um it's like one half is like a little bit more angry like um horrorcore hip-hop and then the other half's like just regular hip-hop yeah that's dope because then that's cohesive as well as even in your uh your cover art there who, who does your cover art um someone um someone from russia his name's uh oh no way what jpeg uh plug but then I, I can't get art off of him anymore because PayPal has blocked everyone from Russia from getting, oh, like, receiving man. money. So now I'm like, what? <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> so then I found a, yeah. new, a new guy that's, like, in the States. But, you know, I do my own cover art, too, sometimes. But, yeah. Absolutely. But uh, even that's wearing so many hats. You're probably as busy as fuck already, eh? Yeah, and, 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 like, you're already doing, like, the mix and mastering and, like, yeah, you know, writing and recording, and then you're 
you're planning the release and then yeah it's it's like a lot sometimes so then you're like oh kind of feeling a bit lazy I, I don't, don't want to do it all myself <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. what's yeah. your usual turnover on a track because i know because you're doing so much on it um like how fast it, it takes to make a track honestly yeah i've i don't know if you've seen the one ep i made five styles i checked it out yeah perused it yeah i made that all in one night oh no way yeah i was like i don't know what it was but i stayed up for like 24 hours like i, oh, I didn't shit. shower i didn't like eat <laughs> i didn't do anything man i was just like just writing like, and hanging out this project yeah i was writing and recording i got it written and recorded in the same day uh, it's funny that's and dope I, okay and i mixed so and mastered it all myself yeah that's crazy dude yeah and how do you feel about the uh the quality overall of it looking back to it honestly like it was i definitely don't like regret it like it was definitely like it definitely isn't a perfect perfect project like it's not not something i really planned um yeah but it it came out pretty dope for something that happened in one night <laughs> and especially <laughs> like the one song day by day like that song was pretty popular and uh yeah it it definitely is a song that hit with a lot of people and um yeah i feel like just just experimenting with all those songs i got like you know even if I didn't get all five songs, like, you know, the way I wanted, at least I got one good, really good banger out of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's dope, man. Honestly, I've seen a lot of rappers succeed off of, um, not, sorry, not a lot of rappers succeed, but a lot of momentum gained from uh, banging out projects as quickly as possible. And it's like, but there's, there's a win-lose thing to that. And I know you're, you're, you said you've gone through uh, the process of realizing how taking time on projects uh, can be yeah. valuable, but uh, I guess it really depends you, on what your motive is. Yeah, because I feel like you're losing out on quality when you rush things. Like things aren't oh, absolutely like, like things need to be. Some things need to be fixed. You rush through it, and then you, after you release it, you realize, oh shit, I should have yeah. changed this, or I should have wrote this instead of this, or you know, absolutely. Well, ear fatigue is real, right? Yeah. For and sure. uh, semantic satiation, when you hear the same thing over and over, it starts to sound stupid. Yeah, uh, I've definitely um, done a song so much in one day that I, like, started to hate it. And then <laughs> the next day, I was like, wait, this is fucking dope. And <laughs> yeah, I, I just was, like, bopping my head the next day. But, yeah, it's crazy how you can your ears can get really tired, and then everything just sounds crazy I don't know. It just sounds terrible. Just a little bit flatter. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess that comes with age too. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> just kidding. But uh, I was going to ask, I, I totally forgot this. So I was going to ask this in the beginning, but where'd you get your name from? Little Maestro. So it's kind of How'd funny. How'd you land on that? I, um, I don't know. I was just sitting there just drinking and I was just like, oh, <laughs> it's like, what am I going to name myself? I was like, it's got to be some original, but like, I don't know. And then I was like watching this video on Facebook and then it was just happened to be a Post Malone video. He's like, oh, I searched my name up on um, rap names, like on Google. And then, no way. and he's that's like, hilarious. that's how I found my name. It was just some random name that doesn't mean anything. And I was like, yeah. oh. it's like, I don't know if I could do that. And I was just like, hmm. and then all of a sudden I was like, it just popped in my head. I was like, maestro. I was like, I don't know, maestro. And then I looked it up and I was like, 
too close to Maestro Fresh West. I don't know. I might get some flack for that. It's like, wait. I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, like I was just thinking about all the rappers that I like. And a lot of the rappers that are like, I, I don't know, like Lil White, Lil John. Um, there's just like a lot of like actual dope rappers, like with Lil in it that inspired me at the time. So I was like, hmm, Lil Maestro, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's dope, dude. So it, it literally just came to you and you ran with it. Yeah, I just I just ran with it, you know, and then I, I kind of doubted the name a few times just because, you know, how people kind of label people is like, if you have little in your name, you probably like just do auto tune and you can't rap or whatever, you know. Is that a thing? I've never heard that before. Oh, yeah. People like they're like, oh, these little rappers just can't rap. They suck. You know, anyone with little yeah. in their name is just a joke, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and I'm I like, can see, I can see that. Yeah. And I'm like, well. I was like, I can either prove everyone wrong and, or I could just like change my name and end up like not having a good brand name, like, you know, and uh, I couldn't think of anything like better. Like I sat there for like months thinking of a better name and I just like couldn't, I was just like, Hmm. I'm going to keep the name like (laughs) for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But that's what, like, in the earlier stages where you're, like, still questioning everything, you're like, is this good? Is this not good? You know, you're just figuring out what works. But but I think the I think the name's fitting. And um, I made my song Maestro's Masterpiece, which, uh, you know, it, it's kind of explaining on why I, like, you know, like, because Maestro, you know, like, you make music, you, you shape yeah, music. Yeah. And... You know, I kind of want to be, like, kind of a master of, like, all elements, you know? Like, I kind of, like, I've been singing, like, I haven't released anything like that yet. But I think in the future, people are going to hear it. some some singing coming out of me. Hey, that's uh, dope, man. Yeah. And what what I'm, else have you got coming in the near future? I know you've got uh, Golden Whiskey dropping pretty soon, and I think we're going to have that in the podcast as well. Yeah, Golden Whiskey um, is dropping on uh, New Year's Day. Sick. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's probably my favorite track right now that I've, I've made so far. Um, it has a really cool beat and, uh, yeah, it just goes with like, I don't know. I harmonized with it and in a crazy way and the hooks yeah. really fire. And yeah, it's I think really people are, from most of your other stuff as well. Yeah. Um, it's definitely different. It's kind of like, I don't know, some of my songs have like, they're not quite hip hop beats. I don't know how to explain it. They're kind of like I don't know like, how to explain it either, but it would be a really great stage song. Like a, I feel like it would do well in front of crowds. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of like I don't know if you've heard futuristic dipshit. Um, it's off of my album Biohazard, but it's it's kind of like a futuristic beat, and that's like how this one <laughs> sounds. It's like it, it kind of sounds like you know more computerized. And like different sounds. It's not like just drums and like snares and you know, whatever else and 808s. It's like, hmm, it's hard to explain really. Uh, but it's a certain style of beat that I like. And this producer, this producer is making them like all the time. Like, like he'll make a few like old school, like 90s hip hop beats, like boom bap, but then he'll just come up with something crazy all of a sudden. Like he made Thanos, like the beat for Thanos. Oh, sick. No way. Yeah. How'd you so, find your producers? Um, like some of them I found just like on Instagram or whatever. And then, you know, 
um, a lot I get off of beat stars. Like I'll just negotiate for, for the exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, cause like you could buy the exclusive, but like you could, you kind of want to negotiate and like get them down. Cause like they're, they usually aim high, like right away and try to get the most out of you. Right. Yeah, Cause, absolutely. Like, Cause you know, they probably spent a lot making that beat and they can make more off of it if they just, uh, keep it on and sell like MP3s. Yeah. Just leases. Yeah, just just leases, and they make a lot of money off of that. So, like them selling the exclusive, they're like, "Well, how much money am I missing out on when I sell this exclusively?" Yeah, word, word. Well, we're running out of time here, bro. Is there anything that you want to say for the sign off? My newest track, Mad Flavor, it's out right now. My most recent single, and Jeff, uh, yeah, I'd appreciate anyone who's listening to to go check out my music and uh yeah i i really appreciate my fans and everyone who shows love like i always try to be down to earth with people and reply to everyone and you know even if you hit in my in you get my inbox like i will message you like you're just another friend of mine you know like uh, i really keep my fans close because like i said like people you barely know your greatest supporters so absolutely yeah. you're a people person i love that man yeah, well, it's been sure. great chatting with you, little maestro. I really appreciate you taking this time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And, uh, yeah, um, stay fresh. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> bro. All right. We'll chat soon, eh? All right. Maestro. All right. Out. T- take care, man. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Reevolve Media Revolution podcast featuring Lil Maestro. We hope you enjoyed this episode and the music included. We are going to leave you with one more track. This one is titled Golden Whiskey. My name was Jordan Lewis. Enjoy and take care. I'm on top of the game, off of the chain. Give it to them so they off in the cane. Feels like I'm locked in a cage. I'm going so wild, it's hard to be tamed. Always get blamed and all of them lame. So what if I don't fit in? Head spinning, drinking whiskey and I'm living. Every day I face imprisonment Chillin' with the crew, acting ignorant That street shit that you be digging, kid I'm rolling round on some bitchin' rims I wanna start getting M's and flipping tins Sitting sideways, that's how I'm sitting again Don't risk it for them Someday soon I might have a new Benz But my patience is getting thin Your written isn't as good as my freestyle Meanwhile, I'm coming back, never seeing I'll never forgetting. I got the mind of an elephant I remember everything See me move so cool, so smooth, just like Flash Boy. And I'm shooting these guns like blast toys, and I'm coming to rap, boy. Came to crack down, so I'm making them back down. Shoot them down, got them down daily. And I'm kinda wild, crazy, so I chug them down. Wavy, don't play me, cause I'm coming back like I'm shady in HD. Look around, it's clear that you never looked into this hemisphere. It's kinda weird, though. I'm just a little bit of a weirdo. I got that clear flow like the vodka that you pour into glasses. I'm a down a few shots then it's voila magic weigh it up and bag it just like golden whiskey my flow is history old hoes are frisky and my drove is sticky they've been known to bench me but get blown to mincemeat just like golden whiskey my flow is history old hoes are frisky and my drove is sticky they've been known to bench me but get blown to mincemeat just another man with his mind on the moon Ain't nowhere to land with his eyes on the move Just another day, walk a mile in his shoes Ain't nowhere the way but the pile of the loo Sipping on the brown till I hit the ground
out If you fuck around you'll get laid out Everybody thinks I have it made now I'm thinking which game I should play now Still hustling, still shuffling this deck of cards Running and I'm ducking all the laws and frauds When I see him at the red light I stop the car When I catch him slipping then you know what's on Just like golden whiskey my flow is history Old hoes are frisky And my drove is sticky They've been known to bench me but get blown to mincemeat Meet.